Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I want to welcome you to do, to New Destiny's prayer call. We're blessed and we're honored that you joined with us at this early morning hour on October 26th of 2022. The year is coming to a close pretty soon. At this dawn, we are ready and shall appear before you and will be on the watchtower for the answers to come. Let me say that again. This is from Psalms 5. At this dawn, we're ready and shall appear before you and will be on the watchtower for the answers to come. We declare this. We declare this this day before our God. So this morning, Father, we come. We come in the name of Jesus, laying our lives before you on the altar as we prepare our sacrifice of prayer. Listen, O God, as we cry out for your presence to invade us. We come. We come to your sanctuary with the deepest awe of who you are. You reign, Lord, in all the earth. Your love is never ending, nor does it change. And your mercies towards us are new every morning. Jesus, we thank you for the cross. We, for the price that you paid for each one of us. Bearing our sin and shame. In love for us, you came. And we thank you for the nail-pierced hand. Thank you for the blood that flowed, whereby we can be cleansed and forgiven all our sin and shame. We lift our hands and we cry, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Amen and hallelujah. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you're welcome. You're welcome on this call. Rain down upon us. Let your power fall and your voice be heard. Come and change our hearts as we open ourselves to you this morning. We seek the presence. We seek the presence of you, Almighty God, this morning. We seek your presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me introduce our team this morning. It's a great team. First, we want to give honor to Bishop, our Bishop, Bishop Carl Smith, and to Pastor Adrian Smith. They are the shepherds that have been placed over New Destiny Ministry. And we pray increase and insight over them for this day. And, you know, without our controllers that set the call up and make sure it runs smoothly is a blessing. And this morning we have Sister Tanika's mothers. So we say good morning to you, Tanika. Thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness and your dedication to the prayer call. And then we have Sister Brandy Goods who will be praying this morning. So good morning, Brandy. How are you doing? Good morning, Mother Heather. I am doing well. How are you? (laughs) 
I'm doing well this early morning out. Praise the Lord. It is good to hear your voice on the call. And our devotion leader this morning is Sister Victoria Wimberly. Good morning, Victoria. How are you doing? Good morning, Mother Heather and Sister Brandy this morning. Praise God. He allowed us to arise just one more time. (laughs) Amen. One more time, he's allowed us. Praise the Lord. I know that God has placed a word in your heart for us all, and so may the Holy Spirit flow freely through you, making the word rich and alive and teaching us truths of who we are and that we are to seek his presence and not his face. So I say, come At this time, Victoria, come with what the Lord has given you, and we are here to receive. Please come. Praise God. Once again, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We know that every when we have the opportunity on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we're coming for a word to marinate our spirits to be able to go through the day, to start the day, to think about what God has done and what God is always doing on behalf of each and every one of his children. So we know that the devotion is about giving you something of thought, giving you a, a spike of wisdom to bless your spirit and to smile all the day long, knowing that you're truly a child of God. So this morning, I want to talk with you briefly about disciplining ourselves to be fit to serve. Again, disciplining ourselves to be fit to serve. I'm going to come with you this morning out of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 9 and 27. And the word of God says, out of the English Standard Version, it says, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, least after preaching to others, I myself would be disqualified. Again, disciplining ourselves to fit to serve, to be able to serve our Lord and Savior. It's almost like this morning, I wanted to sleep in, but oh my gosh, I wanted to serve our Lord. I wanted to discipline myself. You know, this is the season for what we call the hibernation period where the bears are normally sleeping really good because it's kind of chilly and you need maybe two extra blankets or you need a comforter and a pair of socks. However, in disciplining myself last night before I laid down and I was asking the Lord to speak to me and guide me, I had to put on my socks. However, I had to remember Don't forget to set the alarm for 4.30 so that you could get up. Disciplining ourselves to be fit to serve. See, serving God with the right spirit means that you're not wanting to serve, but you're also considering what he has already done for each and every one of us. So my question is this morning, has God done anything for you? Think back. When you look back over your life, has God done anything for you? Has he done anything for you, enough for you to get up at 4.30? Does he deserve it? See, because we're about living a focused life. The godly character is developed over time. It's not easy. Like I didn't want to switch over and say snooze on my clock, but I had to go on and get up. However, when you find yourself going through the cycle of the same incidents, circumstances, or behaviors 
You come to a point when you say, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's about the time that you call on the Lord. That's about the time also you get honed in by the practice of spiritual disciplines and commitments to living honorably before men and God. Habits of devotion in prayer, fasting, and Bible reading are also the means by which we are transformed by the Spirit. However, what is your purpose in life in serving God? If you think about it, who has kept you better than God? Remember, or even think about it. Think about the car accident, your bad bout with illness, the protection from harm that could have, would have, or should have happened. Or what about being encouraged to cultivate a life of discipline? See, all of it is only a test. See, we know God's will is to understand why you have experienced the things that you have. He has caused a chain reaction in your life so that you would have to call on his name to help you out of all situations. Praise God. Remember the scripture out of Isaiah 32, 17 to 18, which is one of my favorites. And it says, God says, I will show you where to go left and not right, where to move forward and not backwards. That sounds like a covering there. Right there, that sounds like a covering there to keep you focused on him and also to keep you protected. So you're speaking the words out and you're declaring God's word back unto him. Also, what about the scripture in Acts 20, 20 through 24? You may not remember, but you also may remember. God spoke and said, I will send you out to a land unknown to you, but there you would testify of the goodness of me to not only yourself, thinking about yourself, but you'll also be testifying unto God what he's done. When he moved you and separated you, who else is worthy enough to be served other than our God? No one at all. Out of 1 Timothy 4, 7, and 8, it says, have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. Rather train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come and the current bright, great life while we're in this living world. These verses instructed Timothy how he should be shaped by the gospel. Both paragraphs in this section in First Timothy four, six to ten and also First Timothy four, eleven to sixteen, open with a call from Timothy to speak certain truths to the congregation congregation, sorry. The focus is on how Timothy spoke those certain truths and how Timothy by his teaching and lifestyle was able to help the church persevere in the face of false teaching. Again, disciplining ourselves to be fit to serve. Out of Matthew six sixteen to 18, it says, And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have already received their reward. And we know that our Father, who sees us in secret, will reward us each and every time. Because as we bow down, we speak and declare the word, 
we tell our Lord that we trust him and we have faith and that he's the rock of our salvation, that all things are possible for us to be used in the kingdom in a mighty way. Because we, we've turned now from 360 to 180, where we only have a direction of our Lord, because we're working on self to be a great discipline to be able to serve our Lord and to be a great disciple in serving our Lord. So I hope this morning that I have been able to bless you. And I'd like for you to remember out of 1 Thessalonians five sixteen to 18, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in our Lord Jesus Christ. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for the opportunity one more time to be able to plant something into the ear gates of your people. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And as we go forth, let let them each remember that they're working on being doing and becoming a great discipline in order to be able to be fit to serve you, O Lord. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. And each and every one of us say amen. Yes, amen, amen. Hallelujah. That was a great word. Thank you, um, Victoria, for that. You know, in what she shared Victoria said, has God done anything for you? Has God? Think about it. Ponder that question. Has God done anything for you? And does God deserve, does God deserve you serving? She also said, what is your purpose in serving God? Why? Why are we serving him? You know, when you get down to just the very bottom of it all, is that we are seeking his presence. That is what we're after, is seeking his presence. And we go through our trials and tribulations that come into our life. And sometimes we don't, you know... We're not happy with what comes. But you know, God is testing us. He's testing us. He wants to see if we will pass the test and continue to be fit to serve him. And I just pray this morning that each one of you will allow God to use you in a greater way than ever before that you will turn to him and him alone. Thank you again, Victoria, for that wonderful devotion. And at this time, um, we're going to come before the Lord with prayers and petitions on behalf of others that are in need. And let us all be in agreement with um, Brandy as she comes now. You know, um, if you did not get Um, a prayer request in, but you have a need, put yourself in the prayer this morning. Put yourself in that prayer. There is much power in this agreement as we come together, and we know that God will hear us as we pray 
So, Brandy, please come at this time and share the requests and pray. Good morning. So we have three prayer requests. We have a request from Dolores Jackson. She says, I am asking that we pray that I am granted conservatorship over her son who is mental and physically ill, and he's a young adult. She's also asking that she would be granted her foster care license, um, that there would be increase in her small business, and she's also looking for a part-time job. And then we have another request from Deasha. She's praying for an urgent financial miracle right now for her and her sister. Um, she's praying that she would get her November rent all caught up and caught up on all her other bills um, and that they would have what they need for the holidays. And then we have another request from Sister Lamode. She says, I am asking for the saints to pray for healing for my younger cousin, Zion. He is six years old and was diagnosed with leukemia on Monday, October the 24th. She says, pray for the strength of our family as Zion walks through this testimony. Father God, we just come this morning, Lord God. We come giving you thanks and we come giving you praise. You told us in your word to enter into your gates with thanksgiving, Lord God, and we come before your court with praise, Lord. We give you thanks for what you have already done, Lord God, and we give you thanks for what you will do, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are God and you change not and that you still work miracles, you still do signs, and you still do wonders. We thank you, Lord God, that you are a deliverer, Lord God, from any situation that we will face, and we declare that you are our healer, Lord God. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, that nothing catches you by surprise, Lord God. And so, Father, we lift up every request that has been made, Lord God, every petition unto you, Lord God. Father, you know every situation. You know every circumstance. You know each person, and you know the number of hairs on their head, Lord God, and you see their condition. Father God, we call on Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer, Lord God. We pray for a divine intervention in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we pray and ask that you would heal, deliver, and set free, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would move by your yoke-destroying power, Lord God. We pray for the anointing to touch the baby Zion, Lord God, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord God. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus. We decree and declare, Lord God, your word that no weapon that's formed against him shall be able to prosper in the name of Jesus. Father, we, do, we rebuke sickness and disease, and we curse it to the root. Your word says that Jesus has been given a name that is above all names, and that at the name of Jesus, that sickness has to bow in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that leukemia has to bow its knee to the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that you were wounded for his... Your, his transgressions. You were bruised for his iniquities, Lord God, and the chastisement that brought us peace was upon you. And we decree and declare that by every stripe, Lord God, that was bruised on your back, that you paid it for Zion in the name of Jesus. So we declare that by your stripes, he is healed in the name of Jesus. Father God, we send your word, Lord God, 
in the name of Jesus to his situation. We speak health and healing in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that he will not die a premature death in the mighty name of Jesus, but that he should live long on the earth, Lord God, that he will fulfill his days upon the earth in the name of Jesus, according to your original intent in the name of Jesus. Father God, we decree and declare that he shall not die, but that he shall live and declare the works of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that he will be a living, breathing testimony to the goodness of God. Father, we pray that the glory of God will be seen in this situation, Lord God, that People will become believers by his testimony in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray the Lord that you would go before his family, Lord God. We pray that they will be not be moved by what they see, Lord God, or what they hear in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for their strength, Lord God. Strengthen them in their inner man to be able to stand as they walk through this valley, Lord God, that you are with them in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray that they would stand on your promises for healing, Lord God. You said in your word that the just shall live by their faith. So, Father God, I pray that they would have prevailing faith in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord God, for the peace of God, Lord God, that will surpass all understanding in the mighty name of Jesus, will guard their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you will do in this situation. Father, we rebuke fear, anxiety, and worry in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we just pray that they will continue to trust you, Lord God, and to stand on your word, Lord God, until they receive the promise in Jesus' name. And so, Father, we pray for those that need financial breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word, Lord God, that you said in your word, do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God ahead of time that even while we are yet speaking, Lord God, that you will meet every need according to your riches in Christ Jesus, Lord God. Father, we ask that you would go before them, that you would make their crooked path straight in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you said in your word, Lord God, that, um, forgive me in the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that they were young, Lord God, that we have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread in the name of Jesus. Father, it is you that give us the power to guilt wealth in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I pray that you would give them strategies, Lord God, for their businesses. Father, we pray that you would give them concepts, that you would give them wisdom in the name of Jesus on how to develop wealth in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word to trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to their own understanding, but that if we would acknowledge you in all our, our ways, Lord God, that you would direct our paths. Father, I pray that you would direct their paths, Lord God, that you would lead them, Lord God, that you would open up doors of opportunity for them. Father, we pray for a financial breakthrough and increase in their lives in the name of Jesus. We call on Jehovah Jireh, that you are the Lord God who provides for his people, and you make ways when there seems to be no way, Lord God. Father, we ask that you would give them favor with you and with man, Lord God. Father, that you would 
Give them opportunities in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you will meet all their needs according to your riches and glory. Father, we thank you for your word, Lord God. Father, we thank you that your favor would go before them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you would just open doors, Lord God, that you would do the miraculous, Lord God, that you would do exceedingly abundantly above all that they could ask or think. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, praise the Lord. No word, no word of God is void of power. It is only, think about this, it is only powerless when it is unspoken. But in this prayer, in this prayer this morning, the word was spoken. Therefore, we can believe and stand on that word and declare healings and deliverances and jobs and finances and homes, that they are on their way. And if you're in need, as I said earlier, any of these, but you didn't get in at your prayer request, claim that for yourself. Claim it now. Say, I believe this is for me. I stand on that word. Believe, believe for that which you are in need of in faith. And don't doubt. Don't doubt in your heart. The word tells you, us that it will be. It will be yours. So praise God for that prayer this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to go back to uh, Sister Victoria to see if she has closing thoughts for us as we draw near to the end of our prayer call this morning. So, Sister Victoria, do you have anything else for us? Yes, I stand agreement with the prayers because the Word of God um, states in there, where two or three are joined together, that you, he shall truly be in the midst. So we lock and seal the prayers that have come forth this morning, and we praise God that they were open enough to forward their prayers in and their their de- desires of prayer for God to move on their behalf. So my final word is from Psalms 5 and 3, where it says, In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. So praise God. We receive and believe that most holy faith in God will move on behalf that every prayer that has come forth this morning, and God bless everyone today as they go to and fro. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. And as um, Victoria said earlier in the devotion, she quoted First Timothy out of First Timothy 4, that it says, Train yourself for godliness, for while bodily training is of some value, Godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Hallelujah. So, Father, teach us. Teach us the importance of spiritual exercise. Show us those things that need to be broken off of us as we lay ourselves bare before you. Show us. 
show us. May our hearts be pure and may it reflect how we live before others. May our lives be an example of what spiritual exercise, discipline does for a person. Daily, daily, Lord, may we practice disciplining ourselves to be worthy to serve in your kingdom here on this earth. For you sent us for such a time as this. I pray these things in Jesus' name. We pray. We prayed this morning. We heard a wonderful devotion. Our day has been ordered because we rose up early and we sought the Lord. So I have one announcement for you, and that is we hope to see you in person, in service tonight at our Pittsburgh location. I say that to all of our New Destiny family. Please come and join us in person. Bring a friend. Bring a neighbor. Bring a co-worker. Invite a relative. And especially, especially if they need Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, We'll see you tonight if you are part of New Destiny. If you're a guest on the line, we pray that you will be blessed and can attend the house of God where you serve. But you know, God is with us. God is with us. And so we say thank you. Thank you, Father. Go with your people. Sister Victoria said, as we go to and fro, wherever that may be, may we be covered in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Please open the line and let us worship together. Thank you, Tanika. <laughs> 